An entitled Karen tries to get my mom kicked out of Disney World, claiming that the service dog she has with her is fake and that she is faking her disability. Here's what happened. So here's a little bit of background information. My mom has anxiety issues. So to help with that, we got a dog, a tiny little Maltese, and he is the cutest little angel you'll ever see. Now this Maltese is also a service dog, so he can go anywhere that my mom goes. But you can believe that a lot of people ask questions about him because he is so small and most service dogs are typically huge German shepherds. And no, we are not cheating the system. My mom really just does not do well in crowds. So we do need this dog to help her in her day-to-day activities. So to set the scene, we just got into Disney World and we are in the France Epcot Pavilion and we are all having a really good time, even my mom. But all that changes once the entitled Karen shows up. And all the while, my dog starts to growl. It's like he knows what's about to happen. This entitled Karen walks up and says, what a nice dog. My mom gets startled by her, but she composes herself and says, oh, why thank you. But before she could go any further, this entitled Karen cut her off and said, how were you able to get into the park? My mom looked at this lady confused, not sure what she was referring to. But then she caught on and said, oh, uh, he's a service dog. And when this entitled Karen heard this, she went in on my mom. She said, stop lying. A dog that size can't possibly be a service animal. And at this point, this entitled Karen got really aggressive. So I stepped in and told this lady to back off. This Karen responded by saying, How dare you insult me like that? I had to leave my poor dog at home while you forge whatever papers you need to cheat the system. And while this entitled Karen is saying this, I'm just thinking to myself, how dumb can this lady get? You can't forge documents like that. My mom looks at her and says, Look, we're just trying to have a good time at Disney World. Please leave us alone. But this entitled Karen is not having it because that's when she freaks out she says that's it i'm tired of you i'm gonna call security and at this point i was done with this entitled karen so i said to her go ahead i'm tired of you harassing us thankfully there was a cast member nearby and she overheard all that was going on she came up to see if there was any kind of problem but this entitled karen jumps in and claims that my mom is faking a disability just so she can get her dog into disney world she then demands that we get kicked out of the park. But here's where things take an interesting twist. Because my family knows this cast member that just came up to us. And that's all because my sister is in the Disney College program. And she works at a journey into imagination. So the cast member puts two and two together and calmly says, ma'am, this lady's dog is none of your business. And if it were, I know for a fact that he is a real service dog. After hearing this, the entitled Karen is fuming and on the verge of hyperventilating. So at that point, she demands to see a manager. The cast member responds by saying, ma'am I'm the coordinator of this ride and if you keep this up, I will call security to have them kick you out of the park. Thankfully and finally, this entitled Karen realizes that she won't win this argument. So she huffs and puffs and storms off, just like the entitled typical Karen that she really is. What a lucky turn of events. The chances of the cast member being somebody that you know personally is a wonderful stroke of luck, because I can only imagine the weird tale this entitled Karen would tell just to try and get you and your family in trouble. So good for you for standing up for your mom and not allowing this person to walk all over her. And hopefully next time this entitled Karen will learn that you can't treat people like this and expect to get away with it. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own stories. Am I the Jerk for telling my sister's friend that the cat she gave me to my family and I isn't hers anymore? Here's what happened. It all started on a normal Sunday night. Football, family, and fun were in the works. While I was watching a game, 
my sister knocks on my door and considering how annoying my sister usually was with me, I didn't want to hear anything she had to say. Eventually, I caved and I went to check what she wanted. Thank goodness I did because I was very pleasantly surprised to see that she was holding a tiny cat in her arms. She was so adorable. We named her Luna because that was the name that the previous owner had given her. She was very playful and even though for the first little bit of time, her and my other cat, Alex, kept fighting, they eventually got along. Enter my sister's friend. To be respectful, we'll call her Miley. That's not her real name. Miley was the one who gave us the cat and was one of my sister's better friends. Well, kind of. So the next night, on my sister's birthday, she continuously takes Luna and Alex outside to show her off to her friends. And before you know it, both cats end up being lost. I go in on my sister and her friends for losing our two cats. Like, no, I was really angry. I'm a huge cat person. And knowing that they may have run away made me very sad. But thankfully, the two little munchkins came back. I asked Miley how she lost Luna and then proceeded to get upset when I referred to Luna as our cat. She started to talk about how it was her cat and the only reason that she couldn't keep it was because of the fact that she had three pit bulls in her house and she didn't want Luna to get hurt. So I apologized to her for yelling and then I tell her that she's allowed to see Luna whenever she wants. Well, fast forward to that following Friday, my sister takes Luna out again and goes somewhere with Miley and another one of my friends. Meanwhile, I go to the store for my dad and when I get back, I'm hoping to see Luna back in the house. As you would guess, I was severely mistaken. After about another 10 to 15 minutes that go by, I see Miley and my friend with Luna being in Miley's arms. My sister was nowhere in sight and now at this point, I'm upset. I told Miley to put Luna back in the house because I don't want Luna to get lost and then run away. And wouldn't you know it, she talks about how it's her cat, how she had no choice but to give her away. And now I'm just really angry. I find it within me to remain calm and I proceed to tell Miley that Luna was not hers anymore since we were the ones who were feeding it, cleaning out the box, and loving it like a newborn baby. Luna eventually goes back inside and starts to relax. Miley was very upset with me. I tell her that she's still allowed to see Luna whenever she wants to and tried to make her feel better. One month later, Luna is living a happy life. My family and I take good care of her and Miley comes over most days to see Luna. Her and Alex play together all the time, but this still begs the question, am I the jerk for telling my sister's friend that the cat she gave to my family and I wasn't hers anymore? You are absolutely not the jerk. Sure, the cat was theirs to begin with, but they gave it up and you are the one taking care of it. You're cleaning its box, you're loving it, you're feeding it, and you're honestly stepping up to the plate and taking care of this cat. So that, in my opinion, definitely means that you own this cat. It's yours, and it's not your friend Miley's. And it's not fair for her to assume, oh, it's my cat, I can do what I want. If it was really her cat, she would still have it. Instead, she shipped it off to you. So now she's treating you like a babysitting service with some kind of ownership over it. But in my opinion, that's just wrong. So good for you for putting your foot down and saying, sorry, this cat is not yours anymore. Because clearly, you are way more responsible with that cat than Miley ever was. And that, in my opinion, is the mark of a good owner. An entitled customer gets aggressive with me and calls me horrible names while harassing me because I'm not from his country. So as a result, I end up kicking him out of the restaurant that I work at. Here's what happened. So even though I'm young, I managed to get a job as a server at a restaurant in my city center a few months ago. I live in England now, but I am not originally English. I moved with my family when I was just 10 years old. So on this one night, I was given the pleasure of looking after a family of six people. There was a man and a woman who I think was his fiance and four kids. As usual, I came over and spoke my piece, saying my name and that I would be 
taking care of them and so on. But I didn't even get to finish because this man stopped me to ask me where I'm from. I get this question a lot. So I told him that I'm originally from Finland. He said to me, well, you are going to be easy to understand, aren't you, pal? Naturally, I asked him what he meant by that. And he got up and said straight into my ear, I thought waiters in England were meant to understand English, pal. And I honestly could not believe he was acting like that. I left for a few minutes to let them decide what drinks they wanted, but also just to try and digest what he just said. It was quite busy, so to save time, I decided that I would take main orders too. When it got round to this woman, who was a lot nicer than the man, she asked me for my recommendations. I did my best to tell her, except this man kept asking random questions as soon as I said anything, so it lasted so much longer than it needed to. I brought them their main courses maybe half an hour later. About five minutes afterwards, I came back round to ask if everything was okay. This man put his hand out in front of me to stop me, stared at me and said, no friend, it isn't. My lasagna is cold, like Finland in the winter. And after he said that, I just apologized and took it away. Not even five minutes later, I brought him a new lasagna, which had been checked by multiple people who all confirmed that it was hot. But when I brought the man his food, the first thing he did was stick his finger through the lasagna, grab my hand and cover my hand in it. He then said, do you see? Cold like the Finnish winter. Sort it out. That night was the first time that I kicked anybody out of the restaurant. I was so annoyed with him that I told him to gather his things and get out. He stood up, got in my face, and we got into an argument about it. I tried to keep things down so we didn't disturb anybody else. Eventually, the woman managed to get him to leave. On his way out, he gave me the finger, and I think he might have said something else, but I did not hear it, thankfully. Some people can honestly just be horrible. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That guy was such a jerk. Not only was he being weird about the fact that you're from Finland, but it's like he almost came into that restaurant ready to have a fight. I mean, people like that drive me nuts. You have nothing to prove and you're just being weird. So good for you for standing up for yourself and not taking this lying down because nobody should ever be treated like that regardless of where you come from. My boyfriend is not tall enough to my liking and I honestly wish there was such a bigger height difference between the two of us and I don't know what to do. So I'm a 24-year-old female and I'm 5'6 and my boyfriend boyfriend is 5'10", so there's about 4 inches between us, and I hate it. I've always wished I was shorter, and now, I'm with someone who I'm barely shorter than, and there's nothing I could do about it. I just want to feel small and dainty and cute, but I don't feel like that at all with him usually. I feel like everywhere I look, I see couples where the girl is so much shorter, and it's just making me increasingly frustrated. I don't know how to get over it. It also doesn't help that he seems to not really care, so he often slouches. 
and in photos, he leans down a bit, making it look like there's only like two to three inches between us. Granted, it's good that he doesn't seem to mind, but at the same time, I can't help but feel that he's doing it on purpose. His last girlfriend was a whole head shorter than him, and it makes me feel extremely insecure because I just feel like he probably used to think she was cute for being so short, and he can't think that way because I'm too tall. I know I should just be happy that he's taller than me at all, but it also bugs me that when I wear heels, we're the same height. I see girls wearing four to five inch heels and still so much shorter than their boyfriend, and it makes me feel so incredibly jealous. I feel like I would do anything to even just be like 5'4", and it literally makes me so upset that there's nothing I can do about it at all, and I just have to live with this. I know some people might think I'm crazy for this, but I really like feeling small, and I like who I'm with to be so much bigger than me, and that's never going to happen here. I feel like it doesn't help that I'm also older than him, and I'm a bit chubby, whereas he's kind of skinny. This is someone I want to be with forever, so I don't want to break up over me being insecure about something that shouldn't matter. How do I get over this? I wish there was just a button that I could press that would make me stop caring, because I've been trying really hard the past couple of months to not care, and sometimes I feel like I don't, but then I keep going back to caring again. What should I do? This is a really strange situation. I mean, I've definitely heard that some women have a preference where they really want their boyfriend to be bigger than them, but in my opinion, this is taking it to the extreme. Like, you're obsessing over such a small detail about someone that you're supposed to love, right? You and your boyfriend cannot change your height. What you have is what you got. It is what it is. So there's honestly not much you can do in this department physically. And this doesn't sound like this is an issue for your boyfriend at all. He still loves you and wants to be with you from the sounds of it, but you on the other hand are thinking about breaking up with him. And that honestly sounds like a terrible decision. Like, you're literally breaking up with him because he's not tall enough. Like, what is going on? This is someone you're considering to get married to, but you're quite literally letting your insecurities dictate whether you can or cannot love your boyfriend. So hopefully you can get this figured out, because this definitely sounds like this is a you problem on your end. And the sooner you can get over the fact that you're not as short as you would like to be, the sooner you can get back to loving your boyfriend in the way that I'm sure he loves you. I just found out that my wife has been cheating on me with one of her friends, and I honestly don't know what to do. My wife and I have been struggling for some time. We never made a lot of money, and between the two of us, we're pulling in about 80000 a year. We are very behind on our bills as well. Collection agencies call our phones constantly. We can barely afford to keep the lights on, pay our rent, and keep our kids fed and clothed. My wife handles the finances, and I trust her to make payments that we can. Yesterday, my team got a performance bonus at work, and I was given $500. I decided to log in and put it towards our outstanding balance on the electric bill. When I logged in, though, I saw no balance owed. This seems strange, so I looked at payment history, and I saw random payments for between $50 to $300 all over the past three months that wiped out the balance completely. I know we didn't have that kind of money to spare, so as much as I hate this, I went through my wife's phone while she was sleeping, and it was not good. I saw messages between her and a friend of hers showing that they had been spending some quality time while at work, if you know what I mean. And right when I saw that, I absolutely lost it, and I started screaming at her. She woke up and looked like a deer in the headlights and started crying. She told me she did it for us, and I asked her what she was talking about. She said that she had asked her friend from work for a loan to pay off some creditors. They were friends before we met, but they never dated, just kissed a few times. He said that he knew that she couldn't pay it back, so as payment, he requested that she send him some really sketchy photos, and if she did that, he would help her out. Pretty soon, this escalated to straight-up cheating. She swears that she didn't want 
want to, but she saw it as the only way that we'd ever get out from under this. I told her I was going to contact his wife and she begged me not to. She admitted to me that she was the one who offered to take it to a physical level when he would only give her so much for photos. He said he loved his wife and he wasn't interested. She pushed it until he agreed and he was so afraid of his marriage blowing up. Eventually, I couldn't even untangle all the details with this story and I was so upset. So I packed a bag with my clothes and I left. I drove my truck to a hotel parking lot and I slept there. I'm at work now, but I just feel numb inside. I have no family here. My son and my daughter are my life and my whole world is falling apart. I told a co-worker what was going on and he made a joke about me renting my wife out just to pay the bills. I can't think straight. I'm so angry. I want to scream, cry, and vomit all at the same time. What should I do? This is horrible because I'm pretty sure your wife is lying. There are so many different ways somebody could try and pay for these bills without resorting to some kind of lady of the night status. This is crazy to me. She could have picked up an extra job. She could have picked up some nighttime work. She could have done a lot of different things, but instead she decided to spend some quality time with a co-worker. And what kind of absolute garbage human being is he to not only suggest that scandalous photos could be payment for what he's going to pay her, but also to then escalate this to a level where everybody's marriages are now in jeopardy. I mean, what a garbage human being. But in that same vein of thought, your wife went along with it. She's the one that initiated a lot of this, and I would not take that sitting down. So in my opinion, it's time to get your stuff in order. Your wife straight up cheated on you for $500 to pay for the electric bill balance. And I think regardless of what you decide to do, you need to remember that moving forward. 500 bucks was more important than your marriage. So I don't blame you for being upset, and I don't blame you for being angry. If I was in your shoes, I'd be pretty upset too. But hopefully it all works out, regardless of what you decide to do. Because you have kids involved with this, and I can only imagine the nightmare they're going to have to deal with regarding this situation. My coworker just told me that he loves me, and I'm really confused and I honestly don't know what to do. A very strange thing happened to me yesterday that I don't know how to deal with. Our work team is absolutely great, and I suppose I can say we're friends too. We hang out outside of work a lot. There are seven of us in total, and we're about the same age. Yesterday, we went for drinks after work, and suddenly it was after midnight, and by the end of the night, there were only three of us left. We had maybe one too many drinks, and were discussing various things, including relationships, and I honestly was having a really good time. But suddenly, our co-worker, who's about 34, started to say that he's having second doubts about his girlfriend of 10 years, and he was visibly upset. We encouraged him to confide to us, and then he said something that I absolutely did not expect, basically dropping a bomb on this conversation. He turned to me, and he said that he had fallen in love with me. And you know what? This was completely out of the blue, so I was obviously taken aback. For context, I also have a boyfriend that I love. We live together, and my co-worker actively knows that. I think he regretted immediately that he said it because he started to apologize like five minutes after. Today, we have not seen each other, and he hasn't written me anything. I feel like garbage because I care about him as a friend, and I really care about my job, especially the good relationships within the team. Now I'm freaking out about destroying them. The other thing that I'm scared of is that eventually I will be left with no other choice than to give notice if the atmosphere at work becomes too suffocating. I honestly can't believe that this is happening. Just to clarify, at work, he's the deputy director and kind of indispensable at the company. When it comes to me and my employment, I definitely could leave and there wouldn't be much change. We're going to see each other on Tuesday, so I have four days to think about what I'm going to say to him or how I'm going to act. I'm assuming that we'll just act like nothing happened, but I don't know. It 
seems somehow very toxic overall. I don't know what to do, and I'm honestly at such a loss. I think you're definitely jumping to a lot of extremes here, because I don't think you've destroyed anything. You haven't done anything wrong. He's the one that should probably be freaking out, if anything. He just made things incredibly awkward between himself and the rest of his co-workers, because he confessed his love to you, and it doesn't matter that he was slightly under the influence. He said it out loud and straight to you, and that's just incredibly awkward. In my opinion, pursuing a work relationship of any kind had better be absolutely perfect, otherwise it's just not worth it. But also, this guy knew that you have a boyfriend. Like, he knows that you live with him, and you have a long-lasting relationship. So for him to suddenly have the courage to say this is just incredibly toxic, in my opinion. Not only because he knows that you're in a relationship, but also he himself is in a 10-year relationship. I think he needs to turn around and work on his own relationship before shopping around with one of his co-workers that maybe he just has a workplace crush on, which is a lot different than having some kind of undying love. So in my opinion, you haven't done anything wrong. He's the one that should be worried. And if I was in your shoes, I would just act normal. You didn't do anything wrong, and I don't think you should be the one to quit just because he made things awkward. I think if anything, just keep it professional. If he mentions the situation, just be like, hey, I want to put this behind us, and I definitely want to move on. Because you're both in relationships, and you have no interest in dating this guy. You could even talk to the friend who is also there with you, and maybe discuss it with them. See if they know what to do. But regardless, I just would not jump to the conclusion that you need to quit because this job's important to you. You need to make rent. You need to pay for your bills, all that stuff. And I wouldn't let some weird higher up who confessed his love to you all because his relationship is failing keep you from retaining your job and living your life. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.